and welcome to Pursue Excellence, the podcast. If you are interested in gaining insight on how to expand your horizons while working towards personal growth and pursuing excellence, this is a podcast for you. Thank you for tuning in with me today and please don't forget to subscribe and leave reviews. Now, let's get started with the episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Pursue Excellence. I hope you all are having a blessed day today. I am having a blessed day, much better than last week, although I am still hurt and dealing with the effects of the latest police killings. So before we get into the episode, if you have not already, go and listen to last week's episode to hear ways you can help organizations in racism and social injustice. The latest Innocent killings of black people by the police have released protests across the nation. People are demanding for justice and to be treated equally, and me included. So go listen to the episode if you have not already. It is informational for some of the organizations that are helping to fight these causes. But on today's episode, we will be talking about why it's important to have a diverse workplace. And this topic came about because I was at work listening to, I joined the town hall conversation we had today. And for those of you who don't know, town hall meetings are organization-wide business meetings in which an executive report may be made and employees or stakeholders, shareholders, guests have the opportunity to ask questions and engage with business executives. So I'm on the call and I'm listening and a black guy starts to speak and he's saying how he's been reviewing the company's history And in that review, he's noticing that only one black person was promoted in this past year to a leadership position. He starts to explain how the organization isn't diverse with minorities only occupying a low percentage of the company. And I can't remember that number, so I don't want to misquote it. That's why I'm just saying low percentage. And that people, and I do remember it was below 20, below 20%. Um, but and that people that they hire are overqualified for the positions that they hire them for. So they're being underpaid. So I'm like, okay, I like him. You know, he's getting down to the nitty gritty. You know, let's go. And my brain is starting to go now. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, let's see how the business executives respond to this. So to make a long story short, The business executives start to blame the hiring process on another part of the department, saying that it's out of their control, just neglecting to say that they'll even relay the concerns to the appropriate department. Nothing of that that nature, just pure blame on the other department for hiring. So, I mean, least to say, I was not impressed or satisfied with the response. But after this, I'm thinking like, why does it have to take such drastic racist murders to happen 
in order for people to feel comfortable enough to even have these types of conversations in the corporate workspace. We were not, we were having town halls, don't get me wrong, but we were not having like these in-depth diversity inclusion conversations before these recent killings and why did it have to take these recent killings for this to be brought up in the workplace if it was already an issue it's someone's full-time job to keep these numbers up to date they know there are black people who are qualified creative and intelligent yet the job keeping them at the bottom of the ranks you know to ensure that these white workers get promoted who are usually unqualified for the job and they'll keep getting promoted. You know, it's unfair, it's trifling, and it reminds me of slavery, being overworked and underpaid, simply put. So why is it important, you know, to have a diverse workplace? And so I came up with three points that will answer that question. The first point is for a range of opinions, ideas, and cultural backgrounds. When we don't have exposure to the uniqueness of this world and people on some kind of basis, I'm not even saying whether it's day to day, month to month, by month to by month, however you want to put it. When we don't have this exposure, we lose our connection between each other and start to disregard each other's cultural preferences and new ideas. So that is why it's important to be surrounded by people who are unique to you on some kind of basis so that you can have that experience, have that knowledge of how they do things in the different cultures. And you never know, it might help you do some of the things you do better on a daily basis. Like for instance, let's say um, African-Americans culturally, you know, season their chicken or marinate their chicken the night before they cook it. You know, let's say I'm talking to a white person and they're like, oh, you know, maybe that's why my chicken's not really coming out that good. Let me try to marinate it. It could be, and I know I'm talking about chicken, but that's what I mean. It could be as simple as that. You know, that it, that is what it is. So, number one, again, range of opinions, ideas, and cultural backgrounds. Number two, unconscious bias and conscious bias are talked about with the appropriate audience. Unconscious bias are learned stereotypes that are automatic, unintentional, deeply ingrained, universal, and able to influence behavior and how you interact with people. Conscious bias is when a person is very clear about his or her feelings and attitudes and related behaviors are conducted with intent. And so the reason why I say these two bias are talked about with the appropriate audience is because when you want to start a conversation about either of these bias and you have one, a whole group of black people or a whole group of Asian people, you're not going to get all the background knowledge you need to tackle these learned stereotypes. You know, let's just let's just throw it out there. Like I'm a black woman. 
I can only really talk about and account for the black woman stereotypes. I can talk about, you know, some other stereotypes because I do have friends of other cultures and nationalities and that's just me personally. But me coming from my experience, I can only talk about their stereotypes of a black woman. So if I sit down and want to talk with only black women, black women and only black men about unconscious and conscious bias, we aren't getting anywhere because we're all experiencing the same learned stereotypes. So you need to have diversity in those conversations. And so that is number two. Unconscious and conscious bias are talked about with the appropriate audience. And number three, it's just really an inspiration to the next generation. You know, a lot of people don't want or think they can obtain a leadership position in a high rank company because there's not one person with their same skin color. So some people say, well, I ain't never seen a black person be a manager up in here. So what's the point of even trying to get to manager? And, they're, and they're, they stay complacent with that lower position. And so that's what I'm talking about. We have to get out of that mindset and we have to be comfortable with being the only black person. But then advocating for the fellow qualified minorities as well. You know, honestly, when you and I, this happened to me, so I'll, I'll just touch the surface of this because honestly, this could be a whole nother episode. But nobody likes the token black person or the token minority. It's not cute. It's not helpful. It's not effective. And what I mean by that is a person who a minority who gets up to a leadership position and is in a position to then bring up other qualified minorities and doesn't because they like being that only one, you know, in that leadership position. And we're going to go into that, y'all. That's another episode because I got some gems for y'all on that as well. But either way, those are the three points I wanted to cover with you all. God made each and every one of us equal, no matter the color of your skin. Let's make this <laughs> a learned stereotype on the real, okay? So that's a wrap for today, y'all. I know this episode was a little deep, and you know it might hurt some people's feelings. People might be opinionated, and that's okay. That's why you can talk to me. You can email me, contact me on Instagram. I will be back again next week for STEM Talk Tuesdays. And be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Pursue Excellence, the podcast. As always, I love y'all and wish y'all nothing but peace, love, and blessings.